When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, what is going on, Bills Mafia? What is going on, fam? It's so good. It is so good to be live with you and in person on YouTube. Welcome into the Overreaction Sports Podcast brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Multicast Network. I'm your host. I'm the voice of the Overreaction Sports Podcast. My name is Joe Miller. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at Joe Miller Wired. And I get asked all the time, and you know I'm going to talk about them just for a moment. Who is the market dominator? Well, the market dominator is my very good friend, John Spascheck. John Spascheck is a real estate broker with Keller Williams. And uh, Keller Williams is the largest real estate brokerage in the world, the entire world. And John is uh, not only able to help you if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home right here in Western New York, but he can also help you across the country. Uh, do me a favor. If you're looking to buy a home, I've got tons of testimonials. I, I have my own testimonial. John actually uh, did our, ho- our home for us here in Lakeview. Uh, John is a life transition specialist is what he calls it. And at the end of the day, he's just literally a hound dog. The dude, is, he gets his teeth into a deal and he literally just won't let up. If you're looking to buy a home, uh, call John Spascheck. If you're looking to sell a home, look, you need to call John because he's going to help you maximize uh, the value of your property, which at the end of the day, when we're in this market specifically, if you're looking to sell a home, that's what you want to do. You can reach John Spascheck at 716-570-3298. That number again, 716-570-3298. You can also reach him at his email, youreliteBroker at gmail.com. However, I would recommend that you just call him because he's going to answer his phone. John is also Bill's Mafia. You can find him on Twitter at Your Elite Broker. Ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be with you. The comment section is filling up. There's a whole bunch of people up in here. Football is back. The energy is back. The excitement is back. And I'm I'm just going to tell you, like I do every single week, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee on the drive to work at the gym with your AirPods in or right now live with me on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Let me just say welcome one more time. It's good to have you. Here's what's up, fam. We are trying to grow this thing. It has been a a full court press, a hard grind for pretty much all of the offseason, trying to get the Buffalo Rumbling subscription base up to 1,000. I think we're 40 away, 40 people. So do me a favor. Uh, if you have not yet, whether you're watching me live right now or listen, listening to me live, if you have not yet liked and subscribe uh, subscribe to, well, like this show, first of all, this this actual broadcast, and then subscribe to the Buffalo Rumblings 
YouTube channel, please do so now. And if you're also listening to this after it's been recorded live, also jump over and subscribe. And if you're listening to this in podcast form on a Monday or Tuesday or maybe even a Wednesday, jump over to YouTube to get a chance, subscribe, click the, the bell for notifications so you know when we're going to be coming live to you because there is a lot of live awesome content coming to you this NFL season. We are, it's about to be lit, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to be lit. Got a lot to talk about. Got a whole bunch to talk about. It's just me tonight or today. I, I've been spoiling you guys with guests, but as we move into uh, regular season form, for those of you that have been following me and listening to, to me for a long time, I don't do guests during the regular season. More on that to come. But it is just me for this episode. Training camp, as you know, is officially open. The first of several public practices was Saturday. And let me tell you, let me just tell you, I couldn't be there, but the mafia on Twitter made me feel like I was in attendance. It was pretty incredible. Uh, there are still tickets left for August 7th, as well as September 1st. McKenna and I, my daughter and I, will be in attendance. Both of those, for the, both of those practices, more on training camp later. I've got a little bit of house cleaning news or housekeeping or whatever they call that stuff. Uh, the Bills' first preseason game is Friday, August 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, that is less than two weeks away. Are you ready? Are you like ready to watch this team suit up and actually be live on the NFL network? That's the other thing too. The NFL network is going to be carrying all three of the Buffalo bills preseason games live. When was the last time that's happened? How about never? We've always, it's as a dude that lived in Columbus, Ohio for a while. Uh, it was really fun to know that the bills were playing on a Friday night and our game was going to get showed at sat on Saturday night, like Sunday morning at 4am or something like that at 3am. It was really frustrating. So to know that we are going to be live on the NFL Network for all three preseason games just speaks to the ground that this team has made up, this franchise has made up. We are must-see TV. Uh, so the first game is Friday, August 13th, 7 p.m. in Detroit. The second game is uh, in Chicago, August 21st uh at 1 p.m as well rare saturday 1 p.m game and then the second game or the third game i'm sorry is the packers at bills august 28th also at 1 p.m this is what's up i legit have two sets of free tickets to give away i got a set of tickets from my buddy kenny dudek that i got to give away and i've got a set of tickets from my, my buddy dana billings uh i'm going to shout both them out and i'm going to shout them out even more when we get to the point of giving them away stay tuned i don't know exactly how i'm going to give them away yet i'm going to give them away i, I believe that's going to be kids day i would love to see them go to a dad or a mom taking their child to their very first game but we'll figure that out later more stuff the week of the home opener is going to be off the chain uh jay spence the king is going to be in town as you know i am in buffalo i'm one of the few content creators that are actually in buffalo pat moran by the way just moved home but uh, there's not very many of us uh, there's a Soho, there's a party at Soho, uh, hosted by cold front report. Jay Spencer King and I will be at that party on Friday night. Jay Spencer King, Bill's mafia babes, babes, and Poncho's army are also hosting a skate party for charity. It's going to be at uh, Frank young sports arena. It's 15 bucks. All the proceeds to that are going to charity. It's going to be four, uh, from four o'clock to 7 PM on that Saturday before the game. Uh, so please, I'm going to be there at both of those things. There's a chance I might try to work something out on Thursday night for Thursday night football and see if we can get some people together uh, that whole week. I might just take that whole week. I might just, I might just take vacation that whole week and see if I can just connect with Bill's mafia all over the place. I know there's people coming in from out of town. I think there's people coming in from another country. 
It's going to be legit. So please stay tuned for all of that information. Also, if you don't have tickets yet to the cold front party at Soho, get them. More stuff for you. And I'm not ignoring you in the chat. Robbie, I see you. (laughs) I see you guys in the chat. I just got to get through some of this stuff here as this is a podcast at the end of the day. Show schedules. You're going to get a lot of me this season, whether you like it or not. If you're listening to me or watching me live, I hope you enjoy the content that I bring you. Obviously, this format in podcast is a lot different than when I'm on with Jay Spence the King. But this is what we got going for you uh, this fall. So this show, actually, I'm going to start on Saturdays. Here's a rundown of where I'll be as a content creator. For those of you that were that were connected to my show last year when I was on Buffalo Fanatics, I did a pregame show. Inside of that pregame show was a segment called the Bills Mafia Time to Shine, where basically I had Bills Mafia members, you guys, uh, record your takes for what you thought was going to happen uh, in the game the very next day. So if the game was on Sunday, we're playing the Dolphins, just send me a take and give me a prediction. Who's going to blow up touchdowns for Josh Allen and, you know, whatever stuff like that. It was such a big success and I enjoyed it so much. I'm literally going to do a live YouTube show on Saturdays. I think it's going to be eight o'clock on Saturdays uh, is what I told Bruce Nolan, who's going to be like taking care of all this stuff. That program is going to be called the Bills Mafia Time to Shine. It is a live call-in show on Saturdays pregame. It's a pregame show. I'll do a very short monologue. You guys will fill up the the green room, and then I'll bring you guys on. And basically, all of you are going to get the opportunity to have a take, to give me your take, to give me your prediction, and then jump off. And this is a really good time. I absolutely loved, loved this segment last year on my pregame show. Uh, It is only going to be on YouTube right now. I would tell you this. If you want to hear this in podcast form on Sunday, then you need to bang the monkey, as Jim Rome always says, and you need to basically hit up Anthony Marino and tell him, hey, we got some good content that's showing up on YouTube that we can't get in pod form. Uh, But if you want this in pod form, I would recommend that you bang the monkey, which is uh, Anthony Marino. Uh, Then, as you know already, this show is going to come to you live as a post-game show at nine o'clock on Sunday nights, post Buffalo bills, football games. Uh, the overreaction podcast is going to live air, uh, is going to air live. I'm going to do my shows. Also, it will be live after whatever, uh, primetime games we have. So if it's a Monday night game, you're going to stay up with me until one o'clock in the morning. And we're going to do this show live. If it's a Thursday night game, you're going to stay up with me until one o'clock in the morning. We're going to do this show live. So Saturday nights, the bills mafia time to shine pregame show Sunday nights, the overreaction podcast with me, the voice of the overreaction podcast, Joe Miller post game show. Uh, this is big. John Fina's coming in. So John Fina and I are going to move from quarterly. If you've been watching uh, John Fina and I are listening to John Fina and I uh, last season, we did quarterly. John is, has committed to being with me weekly. So we are now going to be doing a post game show on Monday nights at 9 PM. So for those of you that aren't necessarily into watching Monday night football, or if you want to do what I do, put the game on, turn the volume down and watch YouTube shows, which is what I do a lot of times at the very same time. John and I will be on every single Monday night post Bill's game at 9 p.m. And then, of course, you already know what's up with this. Jay Spence, the King and I, Humpty Hotline will continue every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. throughout the entire season. Did you get all that? I hope you were taking notes real quick. Saturday night, time to shine. Sunday night, overreaction podcast. Monday night, off tackle with John Fina. Wednesday night, hump day hotline. You're going to get a whole bunch of me. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize now. The only one of these, as far as I know, that's going to be aired as a podcast. So if you're listening to me on Monday or Tuesday on a podcast, the only one that's going to air as a podcast, as far as I know, is overreaction. If you want any of these shows as a podcast, like I said, you better jump on Anthony Marino, whether it's on Facebook or on Twitter, and tell him, yo, we need to get some of this content in podcast form because I want to listen to it. So I'm literally almost out of breath. Is that like the end of the show? Are we done? No, we're only like 10 minutes into this thing. Anyways, I'm just kidding, by the way. Cole Beasley, anyone? Cole Beasley, anyone? Anyone? Anyone for Cole Beasley? Anyone? <laughs> My sister Jamie's in the show. What's up, Jamie? Good to see you. Whole bunch of people up in here. Uh, yeah, so it's good to have all you guys. Uh, when is the when, Chris Jenkins asking me, when is the Brian Bowers hour playing? I'm just going to say Brian Bowers needs his own show. I've been saying it since last year. So literally the time to shine is like all about Saxon Dave, Dave Thorpe from the UK. It's all about Brian Bowers. Uh, it's all about like all those guys that uh, literally are, are very good at what they do. Uh, Tia Stell was a hot take every single week on the Bills Mafia Prime uh, time to shine. Uh, Richard Rush, like all you guys. like So I'm literally going to throw the links out there. I'm going to do what I was told never to do. I'm going to throw the links on Facebook, and I'm going to throw the link to, to that show out on Twitter, and people are just going to line up. And who we get to, we get to. And if we don't get to everybody, then you got to get in sooner. It just is what it is. So, uh, But uh, as I was just saying, Cole Beasley, anyone? It's amazing to me as I transition how accurate Jay Spence the King was. Jay Spence the King said as as – Bill's Mafia was losing its ever-loving minds in regards to Cole Beasley and everything that was going on with Cole, how as soon as practice opened, that we were going to immediately forget. And we did. Immediately. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was about as immediate as it could possibly be, how quickly we forgot what was going on with Cole Beasley. And he put that awesome, he put that awesome statement out, which, by the way, I'm just going to say he was asked why he did not make any of these statements during OTAs. He said, I wasn't made available to the press. So what did the Buffalo Bills do? They made him available. And then he read a statement that was very, in my opinion, well said and well spoken. And I promise you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, unequivocally, the Buffalo Bills read that statement before he read it. So they knew exactly what he was going to say. And then you fast forward a couple of days and what happens? The Bills practice and training camp and we get reports and we get to hear about what like Greg Rousseau's doing and we hear about the wide receivers and we're going to get to all that kind of stuff. And then Saturday happens and it's just an explosion on Twitter. Absolute complete bills, mafia domination on Twitter, where everything was about every video I saw was whether it was Greg Thompson or the casual fan. I think Greg was there. I think uh, who else was there? Uh, I know Clay Troy was there. Like there was just, I, I can't think of everybody that was there. All the like major content creators in Buffalo were there uh, it was amazing to see. And then comes along Sunday morning. And the Buffalo News <laughs> drops a proverbial bombshell on the mafia. The Bills Mafia has moved on from Cole Beasley. We're gonna we're just gonna let bygones be bygones, Cole. Cole, you know, <laughs> last week we wanted you cut, not me. People wanted you cut, but but now that camp is open, we're just gonna move on because a lot of cool stuff is going on. And you know what? It's water under the bridge at this point because football is back. And then Saturday happens. Everybody's super duper excited. It's amazing. Everybody's losing their minds. 15,000 fans, 30,000 tickets given away, and supposedly 15,000 showed up. I don't know what the actual number was. I didn't get the opportunity to be there, which is fine. I'll be at the next two. 
But Bill's Mafia is just all about it, right? They're like taking pictures of the beat reporters on the sidelines and like throwing them up. Oh my gosh, it's Matt Perino. Who has the best hair in, I don't even know, like sports journalism. Ryan Talbot's there. Like everybody's there. It's great. Marcel, you know, <laughs> Marcel Louis Jacques is there. Everybody's there. Josh Allen runs out of the tunnel to chance MVP. 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 To Jay Spence's thing. Jay, Jay Spence loves to play the MVP chant. Everything is just amazing. Bill's Mafia is gliding along. Like, you know, there's there's a video of McDermott and, and, and Josh Allen walking around the stadium, like waving at people. And people are like, this is the reason that we're going to win the Super Bowl because Sean McDermott and Josh Allen wave to the fans. They walk around the stadium and they wave. This is why. This is the reason that the Bills Mafia, the, the Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. My get my guess is is it is literally Saturday night. You could have you would have if you saw Terry and Kim Pagula walking down the street with Cole Beasley, right? <laughs> and they were holding up a sign that said, We need to eat. You'd have picked them up, put them in your car, taken them to your house, and you'd have cooked them dinner. Terry, Kim, and Cole. Every member of Bill's Mafia would have done that. And then the Buffalo News drops a bombshell. <laughs> Cue the atomic bomb gif. <laughs> Cue the uh, Tony Stark, right? As the bombs are going off behind him, the mountain is exploding behind him. And if you've been living under a rock, I apologize. I'm going to bring you up to speed a little bit. I did not read this article because there's a paywall involved with the Buffalo News. And I'm cheap. I'm just going to say it. I know I'm trying to start a radio station that has a paywall, but I'm still cheap. I'm not, yeah, I just, I'm just not going to pay it. But apparently, the summary of the whole entire situation is the Pagulas have presented the county, Erie County, with a $1.5 billion, and I've heard a discrepancy that it might be $1.1. So I've read $1.1. I've read $1.5. I don't know what the number is. Either number, I think, is low. I'm going to say that again. I don't know if the number is $1.5. It was all over Twitter today at $1.5. I read also when I was prepping for the show, $1.1. I don't know what the number is. I don't believe for a second it's going to be $1.5 billion. I think it's going to be more inflation. Have you seen the cost of a two by four? They're 10 bucks a piece. Not that there's going to be a lot of two by fours there, but just the cost of raw materials in general right now are insane. But the Bagulas presented Erie County and the state with a stadium proposal. With it being completely funded 100% by the county and the state. <laughs> And, oh, by the way, there were some subtle threats that other cities, such as Austin, Texas, would love to have an NFL franchise. Hey, by the way, I'm not trying to flex, but if I was going to flex, I just want to remind you, Erie County, Mark Bolingars, Andrew Cuomo, that we are the only NFL team in, Buff in, in New York State. We're in Buffalo. And... um as much as you might not want to give us $1.5 billion, we can name like five cities off the top of our head that would probably give us $3 billion or more. And you, as much of a crappy negotiation tactic as that is, you got, you, you got to respect it. <laughs> you just got to respect it. Austin, Texas was the, one of the cities that they threw out there. But what about St. Louis? How much money do you think St. Louis and their their city and their 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 fans would 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 throw at the Pagulas to get a franchise back? What about Oakland? 
San Diego anyone? These teams that have lost their franchises? Do you think it's $1.5 billion or do you think it's more? Do you think they would literally roll out the red carpet for the Buffalo Bills? A winning football team with a franchise quarterback to roll into town? I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not, there's there's two sides to every story, and we're going to get into it a little bit. We're not going to dive wholly into it, but the reality is, is Twitter lost its mind. Twitter lost its ever-loving mind. And from what I could glean, and I'm not going to pine on about this forever, but what I could glean is most of the people that sided with the county and the state either didn't live in Buffalo. Think about that for a second. So people that aren't living in Buffalo currently, I live in Buffalo, I live in Erie County. People that don't live in Buffalo or New York State are mad that the bills are asking for money from the state and the county when it's not going to affect them at all. Or they're Sabre fans, disgruntled Sabre fans, which they probably have a reason to gripe. <laughs> I get it. Or they kind of aren't Bills fans at all. And if there were a couple people there that were Bills fans, they got told pretty quickly, and I would tell them as well, remove Bills Mafia from your from your profile. Like you don't I don't know what you're talking about, like right now. Like this is this is step one of a negotiation tactic. The Bills aren't really gonna ask them to foot the bill for $1.5 billion. They just can't come in. You don't start that negotiation at 50-50. Hey, Mark, nice to see you. It's been a minute. You've been watching Josh Allen. He looks pretty good, doesn't he? Like, things are going well. Yeah, we got Greg Rousseau, big dude. I know he's listed at 6'6", but I think he's probably 6'7", 6'8". He's a tall dude. Like, I couldn't believe it when we got him. He fell right to us. Then we got Greg Rousseau. Mark, we think we've actually fixed the defense, which means if we can get back to, like, top five, we're bringing the Super Bowl home to Buffalo. Like, that's what we think. But the reason that we're meeting you today is we want to talk to you about a new stadium. It's, you know, it's been in the works. I mean, the, the Ralph is only 50 years old. It's only the fourth oldest stadium in the NFL. And we were just thinking because we're nice people that we would go 50-50. What do you think Mark Polenkars is going to say to that? He's going to say, mm, we were thinking more like 90-10. <laughs> right? Isn't that accurate? Mark Polenkars is going to be like, Hmm. That sounds fair. Let's do that. Let's let's go 9. Let's go 50-50. No. It's a negotiation. It's absolutely and you can't expect anybody entering a negotiation to not try to get off on the best foot. Now, I'm not I'm not pining on for the Pagulas. I'm not a bootlicker as much as I got called a bootlicker and a billionaire simp, whatever that is, on Twitter today, which if I knew what a billionaire simp was and you don't have to put it in the comments, I might actually care, but I don't. But the reality is, is the county owns the stadium. The county owns the land. The bills pay rent. I don't know exactly what it is. In 2013, they negotiated $800,000 a year, which sounds very low. It's supposed to go up annually. We don't know what that number is. None of this information is very transparent. I got thrown at me about how it's neutral, about how there really isn't a whole lot of benefit for the city and the state. Oh, really? Because... Well, the city of the Buffalo, there's no benefit, but for Orchard Park, Erie County, and the state, there is because if you just want to do, if everybody wants to grab their calculator real quick, so grab your grab your phone. This is my phone. I got a Josh Allen wallpaper on my phone. Grab your phone and open your calculator. Those of you that don't believe that there's anything that has to do with, you know, <laughs> I want to go somewhere with this. The average ticket price in at Highmark Stadium right now is $241. Sales tax between state and or Erie County and Orchard Park is 
if you've got your calculator out, figure out the sales tax on $241 at 8.75%, and then multiply that times 72,000 seats. And then tell me that the county, state, and the city of Orchard Park aren't benefiting at all, that it's neutral. And that's just the tickets. Let's not talk about everything else that goes into having an NFL franchise in your city and all the stuff that goes along with it. Regardless, all that to say this, Twitter lost its ever-loving mind. However, before you freak out, there's some things that we need to talk about, and there's arguments for both sides. I am very much a believer that if a billionaire owns billionaire things, then they should own all the billionaire things. I believe that if you're a billionaire and you have an NFL franchise, you should own your own land and you should own your own stadium. If you want to try to get tax breaks like Amazon gets, if you want to get tax breaks like Tesla gets, if you want to get tax breaks like Ford gets, if you want to get tax breaks, then get tax breaks. But if you're a billionaire, own your stuff. However, we live in a time, 2021, where precedents were set a hundred years ago when owners like Ralph Wilson, when they founded football franchises in 1960, or I believe it was 1960 or whatever year it was, they didn't have billions of dollars and they needed the state and the counties to pony up dough to build these palaces for their teams to play in so the fans could come and watch games. Unfortunately, we're still living in that time. We're just lit. That's where we are right now. This idea that the Bagulas really expect the county and the state to pay for 100% of it. If that's where you're at right now, I don't know what to tell you other than just log off and like let go for the season because you're really, really out there because that's not what the Bagulas are going to expect. They're expecting to have to pay some of this money. I promise you because that also is a precedent that has been set. They also, or we also have a very, very, very long way to go before they officially break ground, which means if you are losing your ever-loving mind on some social media platform right now, and you're very upset about all this money it's going to cost the taxpayers, even though it's not going to affect your wallet at all, and if you live out of state, it's not going to affect you ever, you might just want to log off. Just let it go. We're a long ways away from figuring all this stuff out. But here's some information for you. Information is important, and it's it's we knew going into this whole entire, when the Pagulas bought the Buffalo Bills, we knew going into it two things. We knew that there were bidders out there. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to start. The, we knew two things. We knew that the, a, a new stadium was going to be necessary or an, a complete renovation of, at that time, Ralph Wilson Stadium. We knew it. Wasn't a secret. We knew when the Pagulas bought it, one of two things. The first thing was that we need a new stadium in order to stay competitive, blah, 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 blah. Yada, 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 sight lines. I don't even know all that crap that goes along with what the NFL wants. We also knew that there was bidders out there that wanted to move this football team. Let that sink in for a second. We knew that there were bidders out there that wanted to move this football team. Which means that if Donald J. Trump, before he was president of the United States, or John Bon Jovi had won the bid, more than likely, 2022, this team is headed for greener pastures where there's a city out there ready to throw them $3 billion or $2 billion to build a stadium. You literally, if you're mad about this situation right now, you need to think about it. And I know what, there's people on Twitter, that's like, I don't care, let the team go. Then you're not a Bills fan. 
and you should just stop talking because none of us care. Those of us that are diehard Bills fans that have been buying season tickets for a 20-year drought, we don't care what you think because you are not us. You are not us. And that's just the reality of the situation. One of two things was going to happen. We knew we had to have a new stadium, and we knew that one of the bidders, two possibly, were not going to keep this team in Buffalo. Luckily, we ended up with the Bagulas, who are, I don't know them personally, but they've been decent enough. They, I mean, they've put a winner on the football field. I don't know what else we want from them. They can't put a winner on the ice. I don't know why. That's a story for another day for another show, <laughs> not my show. But at the end of the day, we are at the point where we've got to broach this thing. We've got to step across this thing and figure out what the heck is next. We've got to figure out how in the world we're going to put a stadium someplace in Buffalo. As of right now, and this, I wasn't necessarily going to say that, but I say this, but as of right now, the expectation, what's ever, uh, what's up everybody. I got a whole bunch of people saying hi to me in the chat. It's good to see you guys. As of right now, the stadium is, is, is earmarked to go from inside sources on the opposite side of Abbott road. So they're going to, the, from what I've heard, there are uh, plans in place for things that have already been done to basically acquire the land across the street from Abbott uh, that belongs to ECC currently. And they're going to build the stadium there and then obviously implode the, the existing stadium. So the idea is that that stadium is going to stay in Orchard Park on that site, which to me is great because I live in Hamburg, which the stadium is moving about a quarter of a mile closer to me. So yes, more of that, please. Tailgating remains the same. Everything remains the same. Nothing changes. Outside of that, we don't really have any details at all. This is what I want to give you. Information. We talked about information a couple minutes ago, and I rabbit trail because that's what I do. I rabbit trail all the time. Hang on a second. Information. Rich Stadium in 1973. And right now, some of you are like, that stadium was built in 1973. In 1973, that stadium cost $22 million to build. What a bargain. 50 years ago, you can't even apply the natural rate of inflation to that number compared to what it costs now to build a stadium. The natural rate of inflation, in case you didn't know, is double every 15 years. So every 15 years, the natural rate of inflation says that if you paid a buck for something today, in 15 years, it'll be two bucks. 15 years after that, it'll be four bucks. 15 years after that, it'll be eight bucks, right? Natural rate of inflation is double every 15 years. Rich Stadium, $22 million. Yeah, we're not even close to 1.5 billion after 50 years. However, right now a two by four costs 10 bucks. <laughs> Can we get the Canadian border open and those Canadians back to work at least logging forests soon? <laughs> I got a deck to build. <laughs> personal, uh, personal issue there. My wife and I have been arguing over this deck all summer because I was supposed to build this grilling terrace uh, in the spring. And uh, I was like, babe, I'm not paying three times more for this deck than what this deck should actually cost me. Ten bucks for a two-by-four. I'm out. Hard pass. There are only three stadiums, as I, I think I may have said four. There's only three stadiums older than Ralph Wilson Stadium. Can you guess which ones they are? In the chat, in the chat and comment section, there's only three stadiums in the NFL older than Highmark, Ralph Wilson, Rich Stadium, Bill Stadium, whatever you want to call it, three stadiums older than this one. Can you guess what they are? Anybody? Bueller. And I know there's a little bit of a delay, which is interesting. And I don't even know what you guys are talking about because I've totally ignored you. Yes, Green Bay. Mr. Diggs says Green Bay. Lambeau Field is one of them. 
That's absolutely true. So, um, yep. Uh, EB says Green Bay, Chicago, and Jared. Uh, Jared says Soldier, Soldier Lambeau, and Arrowhead. Jared actually got it first one. So that is the correct answer, Jared. Soldier Field, Lambeau, and Arrowhead are the three stadiums older than Ralph Wilson Stadium. And all of them have had major upgrades. Next piece of information that I want to give you, stadium cost. Now, I had a really awesome conversation with Joe Marino a couple weeks back. If you did not catch that, I don't remember exactly when it is. Joe Marino is a grinder. That dude puts out a show every day. I could even begin to tell you when to find it. However, when the first the news first broke about uh, the Bills building a new stadium, Joe Marino had me on his show, and we talked about it. Stadium costs for the last, we'll call it five. I've got five here, right? SoFi Stadium opened in 2020. It's where the Chargers play, and it's where the Rams play. $4.9 billion. And that was before two-by-fours went to 10 bucks a piece. $4.9 If they built SoFi Stadium and they started today, with the deficit in raw materials, where the marketplace is and everything that's going on, that stadium is probably going to come in around $12 billion because they can't get concrete, wood, metal, stainless steel, galvanized stuff. They can't, it is almost impossible. The reason that we have this hyperinflation right now in the marketplace and everything is going up is because of what's going on with whether it's workforces or just workforces in other countries, we can't get raw materials. SoFi Stadium right now, if they started it today, would be $12 billion easy. It cost four point nine in 2020. Allegiant, which I'll be honest with you, I said on Joe Marino's uh, show, if I had a stadium to pick, it'd be that one. Give me Allegiant all day long. $1.9 billion in 2020. Mercedes-Benz. Uh, which is the stadium that the Atlanta Falcons play in, opened in 2017. It was $1.6 billion. Do you see where this is going? I started the show or around the beginning of the show, and I said, I don't think that 1.5 is the number. I just don't think that 1.5 is the number. I think it's going to be much more than that. So the Bagulas are asking for 1.5. You've got to wonder what the actual number is going to be, which, you know, it has not been released. U.S. Bank, where the Vikings played. Another stadium that I would love to see Buffalo get. That stadium is beautiful. It's domed. I don't really want a dome. $1.1 billion. It opened in 2016. Levi Stadium, where the Niners play, opened in 2014. $1.3 billion. So now if you're freaking out about the number, 1.5 or 1.1 or whatever the number is, it's probably time to check yourself a little bit. Maybe the number isn't that outrageous. I mean, it's outrageous. I mean, $1.5 billion is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount of money. Amount of money. But that sounds like a pretty big bargain. <laughs> if, the Bagool, if the Bagoulas can get a stadium built in Buffalo, in Western New York, a blue state where unions will prevail and will get prevailing wage on all this work, if they can get this thing done for $1.5 billion, we should we should ride them into town on chariots. On opening day. Oh my God. Thank you. You got it done for 1.5 billion. <laughs> like literally, they're not gonna make money off the off the building of the stadium. But Joe, I just don't think that a billionaire should be going off and asking for free money. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't think that billionaires should be asking for free money either. However, 
and this is where it kind of goes back and forth. You already heard me say that I think that billionaires that own things should own all the things. If a billionaire owns an NFL franchise or a hockey franchise or an NBA franchise, then they should buy the land and build their own stadium. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But you can kind of ebb and flow and go in different directions as it pertains to how you feel or what you are going to glean from situations, right? Unfortunately, we don't operate that way as humans, especially Americans. We jump to the worst possible scenario that you're just a greedy billionaire or the town and the city and the state doesn't want us to be happy or whatever it is, right? We don't ever try to find common ground in the middle. And then we attack each other. That's like what we do. It's like, what we're, like and that's why this show is called the overreaction podcast. Cause that's what we do. The bills, the bills are the greatest team on earth until they lose a football game. And then they're the worst team on earth. And there's no way they could ever win a super bowl. That's just what we do. So here's what I want to tell you. The Bagulas came out. They asked for a whole bunch of money. You're going to pay for it all. At least that's what they said. And I've given you a ton of information. I <laughs> Just stick with me. <laughs> just stay with me. And if you don't like this, you can, you can turn it off. I don't care. Here's the reality of the situation. Regardless of how much the Bagulas ask for, regardless of how much the city, state, town, whatever, kick in, whatever the percentages break down to, the county owns the stadium and the land. Yes, the Bagulas use it. Yes, the Bagulas rent it. Again, I talked to you I, about the numbers. We don't know what the numbers are now. We don't know what they will be. But I can't imagine any one of us. How, how mad do we get when we find out that the little water line or the drain line that goes to the curb that belongs to the city, if it breaks on our side of the sidewalk, we have to fix it and then hand it back over to the city. We freak out about that because it's like, why aren't you fixing this? You're the one that city sewer. It seems like it makes sense that you would take care of this, but we don't. Most of you don't realize that own homes that the sidewalk in front of your house that's there, you're responsible for. If your sidewalk starts getting all crooked and cracked and everything else, guess what? The city ain't fixing it. You are. How much do you like that? You don't. I can't imagine same situation that a billionaire is going to be like, you know what? You own the land. You own the current stadium. We want to build a new stadium. We're going to pay for it all. We're just going to pay for the whole entire stadium. And you know what? We're just going to give it right back to you. You get to own the whole $1.5 billion thing just because we're nice people. It's a little unrealistic. I'm not saying that it's not fair or that it is fair. I agree with you. There's a great deal of negotiation in this entire thing. And I would say that the county sometimes probably ends up on the wrong side of that negotiation to keep that Ralph. We know really put the screws to the county and the, and the state for a long time. It just is what it is. But the county owns the stadium. The county owns the land. Here's the other side of that coin. The Bagulas are worth $5 billion, somewhere between $5 billion and $7 billion. I don't know what the number is. I'm not a Bagula. I doubt that the Bagula's kids know how much they're really worth. You could probably argue that the Bagulas don't know exactly how much they're actually worth. How much are the Bills worth? They could probably sell them for $2 billion, maybe more with a winning franchise and a quarterback like Josh Allen. But just because you can sell something for $2 billion doesn't mean you have $2 billion. Just because all of your assets add up to $5 billion or $7 billion, it doesn't mean that you have $7 billion sitting in your garage in stacks on pallets. Do you get that? All of you listening to me right now are worth something. 
you have some number that's tied to you, whether it's your house, your car, all of your assets, the televisions you own, blah, 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 blah. So even if you were worth, hypothetically, $100,000, can you produce $100,000 in cash right now? No. <laughs> can you produce $50,000 in cash right now? No. I would guess that most of you that are worth $100,000 probably can't produce of your net worth in cash right now. So this idea that the Bagulas have a yacht, well, their yacht apparently is estimated at $75 million. Grab your calculator again and find out how far away $75 million is from 1.5 billion. (laughs) It's a long ways away. A long ways away. So the county owns the stadium. The county owns the land. The Pagoulas are worth $5 billion, but they don't have it in cash. They're not flush in cash. So they've got to come to a conversation. They've got to come to a table and they've got to negotiate. Somebody has to open the door and start the conversation. So the Pagoulas did their research. I filled out a survey. A lot of you that are season ticket holders also filled out the survey. We said what we wanted. I want an outdoor stadium. I wanted to stay in Orchard Park. I know the ticket prices are going to go up a little bit, but I don't want them to go a lot. No, I don't want PSLs, blah, 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 blah. That's all the answers that I put. I was honest. I was like, yeah, like keep the bills here. Give me a new stadium. I don't want to pay a lot of money. Right? That's what we do. So the Bagulas get all their findings together. They've got somebody out there that's got an estimate on what it's going to cost to build a stadium. They go to the county because the county probably said, tell us what you want. Here's what we want, Mr. Poland Cars. And we want you to pay for it. And I don't think for one second that Mark Polencars was offended. <laughs> you want what? You Who do you think you are? You want me to pay for this entire stadium? I'm not a big Mark Polencars fan. I just don't like his politics. But I'll, I'd probably defend Mark Polencars in this situation and say he probably was not offended. He probably was like, that's nice. <laughs> Right. To which he then probably picked up the phone and he called Andrew Cuomo. Hey, Uncle Andy, I just got the the bid. I just got the 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 RFP from the Pagulas on the new stadium for the only football team in New York State that we actually earn revenue off of. Here are the details, yada yada yada. And oh, by the way, I'll fax it over to you, but oh, or scan it and email it to you. But oh, by the way, they want us to pay for all of it. To which Andy probably was like, <laughs> Yeah, that's probably not happening. And he probably said, you know what? I don't think they probably want us to really do that, but it's a good place to start. We need to get our team together to figure out what we can come up with and counter. Uncle Andy probably went, sounds about right. These are business people. Even if they're politicians, generally speaking, they're business people of some sort. They understand or they're lawyers. They understand that that's how life works. At the end of the day, what we should care about as Bills fans what we should care about. This is what's important. Rubber meets the road. This is all of that. The last 30 minutes is less than that. 20 minutes. The last 20 minutes wraps up to this. Are you ready? This is what it all wraps up to. Build us a football stadium. Build us, Bill's Mafia, a football stadium. We understand what football is. We love the game of football. It's not a social event for us. We are there to watch the game. We understand that the party happens outside the game in the parking lot before and after. Give us a football stadium. We do not want a crystal palace for wealthy elitist socialites 
where every single major fan or diehard fan or member of Bill's Mafia that's jumping through tables like you and me. Well, I don't jump through tables. I'm old. But like you guys, if you do that, we're not there for a social event to try to pick up chicks. I'm there to watch football. Give me a football stadium. What you and I need to be worried about is what is this thing going to be? That's what we need to get excited about or concerned about. I don't need a steakhouse inside of my football stadium where I've got a reservation at 150 to go eat a T-bone during the football game and pay $180 for a piece of crap T-bone steak. I don't need that, Jerry Jones. Don't give me that. Give me a great sight line with a great seat with a competitive advantage because everybody in the stadium understands that we're here to watch a football game and like we're going to scream the other team out of Buffalo. That's what we need to be concerned about. What else do we need to be concerned about? How about ticket prices? Ticket prices are going up because this football team is good. I've heard a lot of conversation over the last several days, last several weeks about how the Bills are one of the lowest revenue teams in the NFL. You know when they weren't? When they were winning. The Bills were one of the highest grossing teams in the NFL when they were winning franchise. Winning cures all ills. That statement was made a million years ago. It's still true today. And here's the reality. The ticket prices are going up whether they stay in the current stadium, Highmark, or they get a new stadium. The question is, is how much? That's what you need to be worried about. The other thing you need to be worried about is PSLs, private seat licenses. How much are those going to be? What is a private seat license? I know there's a lot of you that don't know what they are. Basically, a private the bills have them now. A lot of you don't realize that, but if you were sitting in a red seat, you had to pay a PSL. If you got a club seat, you had to pay a PSL. You have you have to pay a fee for the right to buy a ticket or right to buy a season a season ticket in a certain place in the stadium. Private seat license. More than likely, like in Met uh, New York Met Stadium, not the Mets Stadium, uh, New York Met. What is it? MetLife Stadium. Sorry, where the Giants and the Jets play. Every single seat in that building has a PSL attached to it. How much are those going to be? I'm willing to pay. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to pay my fair share as a season ticket holder. If you're telling me it's going to be 1000 bucks a seat, private seat license, 2000 bucks a seat, private seat license, I'll do my best to cough that money up. If it's $10,000 to buy a private seat license, I'm out. I ain't got that kind of dough. I'm a working stiff, <laughs> just like all of you guys. I'm, I'm podcasting for free. Like this isn't, I don't get paid for this. This is a hobby for me. If the ticket prices triple, if the ticket prices go to 300 bucks a seat and the nose bleeds, I'm out. Things you need to worry about. Things you need to worry about is, right, this is the stuff. What are they going to give us? What's the design of the stadium? Are they going to give us a football stadium? A football stadium? Are they going to give us a crystal palace that like none of us are going to connect with? How much the ticket price is going to be? How many seats are going to be in the stadium? That actually matters. There's what, 71,000 now? I forget how many season ticket holders there are. I should have done that research before I started. I apologize. But if they cut it down to 59 or 58 or 62, if they cut 10,000 seats out of that stadium, that's going to change a lot for a lot of a lot of us that are season ticket holders. That's important. We need to know that information. And are there going to be PSLs? God, I hope not. God, I hope not. So I would just ask everybody to do this. Just taper your concerns, taper your reactions, taper how you feel. 
you don't have to jump on and be negative every single time somebody says something. The reality is, is there's two sides to this conversation, this negotiation. None of us are going to be in the middle of it. And at the end of the day, it's not going to affect any of us either. They're not going to raise our taxes. They're going to find the money like they always do. And we're not even probably going to see an issue as far as that goes. But worry about the things that we need to worry about. What are they going to give us? What's the design of the stadium? Where is it going to be? I know what I said. There's a rumor. I think it's pretty much verified, but it's not necessarily in stone yet. They haven't announced it. Where's it going to be? <coughs> Excuse me. How much are tickets, ticket prices going to go up? And are they going to be PSLs? And by God, if they put a steakhouse in that thing, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> they better not put a steakhouse in that thing. I'm just telling you, like, I don't need, I don't need reservations at the steakhouse. That's just me. I don't need giant socializing areas where like, I'm going to go down there and like hang out with all those people and not watch a football game. When I go to the bills football game, I go to watch the freaking football game. If you're not there to watch a football game, go someplace else. Why pay $15 for a beer and $150 for a ticket and not watch a full? Sorry. Sorry. I digress. There's just so many owners and so many people that are like, like we got to heighten the game day experience. That's not heightening the game day experience for me. That's losing the game day experience. I want to watch football. That's what I want to do. Anyways, uh, I had some quick observations from camp. I would say this I'm, as I hit these real quick. Um, if you have any questions for me uh, before I wrap the show up, just about the stadium, my thoughts, my feelings, whatever, where I'm at. If you, There's a whole bunch of you in the chat, and I appreciate you guys uh, being here and being a part of this show. Every single one of you, feel free to throw me a question. And what I'll do is I'll hit these things, and then I'll come back to the questions here in a second. But uh, camp observations thus far, if you've got questions about the stadium or a player or whatnot, throw me a question. Uh, but camp observations so far. There's a lot of conversation as I'm transitioning. I apologize. That was a hard transition. A lot of conversations surrounding Jake Kumaro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's early. It's really, I love touchdown Jesus. That pass that he caught with Josh Allen in the Denver game was fantastic. But keep in mind, the Buffalo Bills released him at one point. The Saints, or no, I'm sorry, the, the Saints picked him up off the their practice squad, off the Bills practice squad at one point and then cut him right away. And then the Bills scooped him back up again. This is not the next coming of Terrell Owens. Like this guy, it's early. And if anything that we're trying to, if there's anything going on, the Bills are heightening his value to the Packers so that they'll trade for him instead of waiting for the Bills to cut him and put him on their practice squad. Jake Kumaro is a good football player. He's a good dude. He's a lot of fun to watch. He's a guy I want to root for. It's really early. It's really, really early to start like determining what the actual like roster depth chart is based on observations that you're seeing in camp. Jerry Hughes is out still, and Greg Rousseau is the benefactor. He's getting first-team reps. Everything that we're hearing is the dude is flashing and looking really, really good. A.J. Epinesa has also impressed. It's been great. Dane Jackson is getting first-team reps. That's something I'm here for. Let's talk about that. Let's have that conversation. Dawson Knox flashed on Saturday. I don't know if any of you saw that touchdown catch that he made, that seam, that tight end seam pass that Allen threw to him. It was a thing of beauty. Marcus Stevenson reportedly has not dropped a single kickoff or punt so far in camp, and he has flashed his speed, and it has been incredible. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to and watching the Overreaction Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Miller. It's brought to you by the Market Dominator. Those are some very quick camp observations that we've gleaned from other people because clearly we can't be there. I wish we could, maybe next year. But uh, I did ask if there was anybody that had any questions, but uh, I'm going to start reading some of these comments. So Richard Rush says, I'm with you, Joe. I'm watching and only going to the bathroom at halftime. Right? And actually, that's not even the that's not even the, the trick. You don't go to, bat- to the bathroom at halftime, Richard. You go to the bathroom like just before a punt or a kickoff or find some like time to sneak out and sneak back. Because if you go at halftime, the lines are insane. Uh, Daniel Gower says not steakhouses, but t- put 10 Tim Hortons and six Ted hot locations and it will be fine. We got to have some beef on Weck in there too, right? Is what is, uh, is probably where we're at. Uh, but uh, are there any questions? I don't think there's any questions. Also. Yeah. Chris Jenkins said that FA Obata has looked good. I'm here for that conversation all day. Let's talk about FA Obata. Uh, that's a dude, uh, they're talking about his ability to be on the outside and the inside, that he's versatile, same conversation with Greg Rousseau and Boogie Basham. And I know that we saw AJ Epinesa line up inside a couple times last year and wasn't super, super successful, but I'm here for FA. I'm here for Groot. I'm here for Boogie. Like, let's have those conversations, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and just really kind of pump those guys up. I, I can't wait to see what those guys do. Uh, Daniel Gower says hit that like button bills fans. Yes. Jump on that like button and get our, uh, get our metrics up. Um, so, uh, Amanda Davies says, I think this team is stacked. Knox looks amazing. They're going to have to have a breakout at tight end at some point. Somebody, somebody is going to have to jump up and claim this tight end situation. Whether it's Jacob Hollister, whether it's Dawson Knox, whether it's Reggie Gilliam, who is now listed as a fullback, and I think he changed his number. Somebody's going to have to play tight end on this football team. Clearly, we all want it to be Dawson Knox. All want it to be Dawson Knox. My guy, Mike DiCiocio, says, how uh, how have the young O-linemen looked so far? I know it's early. So that's what's funny is uh, with Deion Dawkins having COVID and being out, He uh, the guy that replaced him was Hart. I think it's... Uh, I can't remember his last, uh, I can't remember his first name off the top of my head, uh, but he was abused on Saturday, abused. Why they didn't put Spencer Brown in there, I have no idea. But outside of that, we really haven't heard a whole lot about any of the young offensive linemen other than the fact that uh, that they're just, they're not running with the one. So we're obviously hoping that Dion will be back maybe tomorrow uh, from COVID, from the COVID protocols and stuff like that. But uh, uh, D Handsome says getting down to 53 is going to sting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Spencer King and I have been pre- prepping, you, prepping you guys for a month. Be ready. Hearts are going to be broken. Hearts are going to be broken around Buffalo for guys that are going to be cut from this football team. And all you can do is hope and pray that they end up on the practice squad because the reality is, is there's a good chance that they're not going to end up on the practice squad, that they're going to get scooped up and start for other football teams. Crazy. G Seal says uh, Rousseau and uh, Obama, <laughs> Obata, both got sacks against the same left tackle. It was it was Hart, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Bobby Hart. Yeah, I, I was going to say Bobby Hart. So Chris Janke comes in here and says Bobby Hart. So Chris Janke is, uh, he's a borderline producer for this show. It's because he keeps me straight. I was going to say Bobby Hart, but then it was like, my brain literally went, no, that's a wrestler. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, have not heard a ton about Wild Goose, Amanda, uh, so I can't help you there. Uh, but uh, G Seal says that once the pads are on, things are going to get real, and that is absolutely 1,000% the case. Uh, the pads are going to come on. We actually don't know when the pads are going to come on. It'll be, hopefully be relatively soon. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut you guys loose on this Sunday night. Uh, we are into this thing for almost an hour. 
you have been listening to and watching, if you have been with me live on YouTube, the Overreaction Sports Podcast, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Miller. I'm the voice of the Overreaction Sports Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Do me a favor. Remember, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, call my guy, John Spaz, check at 716-570-3298. And then do me a favor, email me with some sort of a testimony. If you call John uh, Spaz, check and you use him and he gets things done for you and he works for you, do me a favor and give me a testimonial. I love to talk about the testimonials that John does. It's uh, pretty incredible. But uh, Bill's Mafia, it's good to see you. It's good to have you guys back. Welcome back. I'm going to tell, I'm going to be honest with you. The grind this off season, when there was like 10 of you guys in the chat was tough. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had a good number, solid number. Let's keep this thing rolling. Tell your friends, share this thing on Twitter, share it on Facebook, share it all over the place. Get everybody in here where I don't even know how far away we are now from, from having a thousand subscribers, like subscribe, uh, click the bell to get notifications. I love you guys. I, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the season to be here. I cannot express enough how awesome it is to be a part of you, to be a fan, to be a member. I'm going to be on uh, the Bruce exclusive show sometime in the next week or so. We're going to talk about fandom. What else do I got going on? I've got a couple of the shows I'm going to be on too, but I can't remember exactly what to wear. So I don't know why I said that anyway, rabbit trail. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Uh, just uh, be good to each other. Uh, cool. The jets. Cool the Jets. Just just cool the Jets just a little bit on social media. Love each other a little bit. Be nice to each other. Mafia, after all, means family. Uh, until next time, I love you guys. Can't wait to talk to you again. I'll see you on Wednesday for the Hump Day Hotline right here on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Network, 9 p.m. live YouTube with my guy, Jay Spencer King. Go Bills. Go Bills.